Have you ever thought about what your business card could look like in about two years from now? In this episode, Cindy will talk to Astrid about what can help you to visualize your future and help you to get on track. Welcome to the Brave Transition Podcast. Your hosts are Peggy Titmarsh and Cindy Hurley-Leister. Welcome, everyone, and let me introduce you to Astrid Warchmann. She is the founder of Adaptivists, a consultancy which supports people and organizations to become more adaptive. We met through a new work method called Working Out Loud after we both had just moved down under and were desperate to meet Australians and New Zealanders and instead just met Germans, which was also fun. Astrid has a long-standing experience in running her own business and is my personal role model, uh, one of my role models for global female entrepreneurs. So Astrid, welcome to our podcast. Thanks, Cindy. Oh, that was, um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and from where do you from where are you dialing in today? I'm um, dialing in from Auckland, New Zealand, um, and I've been living here since February um, 2020. Mm, so very, very recent, and right in the middle of uh, or before or after everything that's been going on, right? Yeah, it's it's all very fresh and new, and um, we just managed to um, come here before COVID, before um, everything shut down. And, and to be honest, we're quite, we're quite happy to be here, um, to be in New Zealand, which is um, safe at the moment compared to many, many other countries. But we, we will see what the future will bring. Definitely. And I already hear your optimism, right? Which, which, which I really uh, enjoy. So yeah, let's, let's jump in right away uh, with our favorite and most important question. So Tell us, what was your bravest transition? Um, so if I'm not talking about this one, just, you know, leaving Germany and moving um, to New Zealand, this is probably my second bravest one. Mm -hmm. But my um, first one um, was leaving Accenture. So I used to work for mm -hmm. Accenture Management Consulting. And that's where I have been so yeah you could say socialized uh, right mm -hmm. uh, th this was my first job right after uni and i stayed there for 12 years and i always loved it because it was um, a lot of a lot of learning good people to be with interesting work so it was a tough decision to leave after 12 years mm -hmm. and so, so that was, and that's, so that's been quite a while ago, right? Um, I mean, if you say um, you worked there for 12 years and you've been, you've been running your own business for a while. So, t so tell us a little bit more. What, what, what was exactly, what, why did you choose that one and what was so brave about it? Um, so I think, yeah, why, why did I um, choose? So I started my own business in 2010 being a consultant because I still mm -hmm. love a consultant you know um, having different projects new projects every every few months and I also worked I also then started working as a leadership coach and um, as a um, leadership trainer so these were the two two new things that I added to my portfolio mm -hmm. and the reason why I left Accenture was actually um, 
kind of a trigger point during my coaching certification, which I did um, around 2009. Mm -hmm. And there was one last session during this certification where we did some visioning exercise. And then we were just, everyone was sitting in the, in a circle and we were, we had our eyes closed. And then the question was, the classic, right? (laughs) The classic one, like, you know, that was the last module, you know, um, and then, so what is going to, um, what does your um, business card say in two years time? What's written on it? Mm. And that was, that was such a, like, oh my God. I thought, oh, I don't know. But what I know is if it's still Accenture, then I missed something. Then I missed mm. an opportunity or I didn't, you know, take the, the right turn. But back then I actually didn't know that I would become a coach and an independent consultant. Mm. But I just knew it's like, okay, going, you know, continuing with Accenture is going, is is not the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. But then it took me another, I think, one or two years to then actually resign. Mm. Oh, that's so interesting. And I didn't know that, right? I mean, you had shared a little bit through this other networking uh, group that we both were part of. Um, that there was something pulling you out, but that kind of visioning exercise and that business card exercise, I love that one. Um, I've done similar ones, but I didn't know that one in, in, in particular. Um, yeah, that this woke up something in you, I understand, right? Something where you like, yeah. where you kind of knew, okay, I don't know what's coming up, but I know something has to end. And this is so often yeah. the case, like the, 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 our, our interviewees on the show, right? They often have the sense, oh, okay, I need to let go of something before something new can emerge. So can you go dive a bit deeper on how then you were able to let go? Like what was, what was the turning point? So um, I think the turning point between this visioning um, um, you know, exercise and then actually resigning were where, first of all, it was right, right after the financial crisis. Mm. Um, and we were all forced to take our, um, you know, our leave. And so all of these, you know, over time. And um, so I'm, I actually had an, a, I think three month, um, over summer, I wasn't, I didn't have to go to work. And that's when I worked on, you know, what my values are, what mm-hmm. um, I would maybe like to be doing, um, how I would like my life to look like. Mm-hmm. And there were some ideas forming. And, I, and at that time, I was also catching up with um, some very good friends. And we thought, oh, maybe why don't we combine, you know, our coaching experience, um, our outdoor experience. One, um, one of my friends was um, an outdoor instructor and we thought, okay, so let's combine this and um, design a company around coaching young, young adults who are leaving school mm-hmm. and who don't really know what to do after school. So why don't we do this? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these offers. And that was our plan. Um, and I think, having this plan this company with my friends was for me the you know the ticket Mm. like okay so there is something I know what I would like to do and I had a story and um, I thought I know what I would be doing after I resigned Um, 
and that that helped yeah and um and then i resigned and but it, actually this plan never never worked out because mm. we <laughs> then somehow didn't follow up on it and like which i think was a good thing because it um saved our friendship um but i think it's good to have this yeah that you know something is at the you know there is that that kind of vision that you want to um do yeah and something that is emerging right that's that's what i'm hearing and it's so interesting to hear that like your your ingredients for your turning point right having some actual free time or space right some or also mental space so in the, in the financial crisis your accenture was cutting down and you you were forced to to step back a little bit from from your consulting job and that then enabled you to have this you know to even have your put your mind around okay what what is it that you want to do next right and um so it was even sorry Mm -hmm. yeah so true because i also um i also have two kids and back then they were um Oh, they were quite small and my husband was traveling during the week. So I was, I was the solo social, um, single mom. Mm. And it really helped to have some time, um, and to, yeah, to really make plans and to consider what is it that I'd really like to do. Yeah. And then having people that you trust, right. People that you like, that you share common interests um, with that kind of pull you in one direction. And it's interesting. And you said, oh, then I had a story, right. I could, I had a story that you probably also were sharing them with you with Accenture and, and something to look forward to. And then even, even kind of often happens that way, then that didn't materialize then. So, so, what was um what materialized then instead and i mean even with little kids right that's often also a family that we feel responsible for that that keeps us in the old kind of comfort and i imagine at accenture you had a lot of comfort right you were after a decade working there you probably were well established you had a good financial package right and then just saying goodbye to that i mean that's a big um big step so so yeah and i what you're also saying goodbye um, to is your your name, your reputation within the company. Everyone knows you. Mm. Um, they know what you stand for. They know you. They can trust you. They know what they can expect from you. And all of a sudden, and this is also you know coming back to the business card again. Like all of a sudden, you have a a name. It's just your name. It's not a big name anymore. Mm. And that is that's really scary or back then it was, um, it was like oh my god it's like i'm going to to new clients and it's just me it's like no yes. one knows Reichman, yeah the heck is she yeah and exactly and what 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 do you want to stand for right i mean then what yeah you cannot hide hide behind that big name anymore which gave you a lot of um, yeah. yeah, a lot of comfort and also pe- validation, right? People saying, I mean, I had this big name on my card too. And people are like, oh, wow, you work for that company, right? It's, it's yeah, no, I, 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 this resonates with me a lot because from my own personal experience, 
even though I didn't know what I was going to do, I knew oh, I want a website, right? I want to put something on there. So that, that mm -hmm. where I can share my story and what I stand for and at least thought at that point, right? Stand for it, I mean, it changes yeah, too. Yeah. Um, so, but this whole personal identity building, it just, yeah, a huge piece of it gets taken away from that. If you worked in a big uh, organization that was well known and like Accenture is and BSF is as well as too. So, so what yeah, was yeah. what was that one thing you were afraid of to say? I mean, was that yeah? Can you share a little bit more to, you know, what what were moments of doubt and what were you afraid of? Yeah, moments of doubt was I mean, the first plan failed with my mm -hmm. friends. Um, then then a second alliance. Which, in which I had very high hopes, also didn't work out. Um, and back then I should have trusted my gut feelings. Like, you know, from basically from the first business meeting I had with this alliance partner, I thought, oh, I don't know whether it actually is going to work out on, on a personal level. Mm -hmm. And it didn't. So that was like the second. And then I thought, oh. Um, and then I was getting a little bit nervous after a few months. Um, focused on writing this business plan that you have so that you can get the some money from the German government. Mm -hmm. yeah. Some funding, yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that, that initial funding. And, and you know, you create these business numbers and then you look at these business numbers, how they're growing up year after year. And then at some point you wonder, when am I ever going to, <laughs> to, mm. to make these numbers? Yeah. Where are the clients for these jobs? Uh, and that was like, you know, I was getting nervous. And I doubt it's like, oh, oh my God, um, how, how do I establish the business? How do I build, build up my business? So that was, these were moments of doubt. Yeah. Yeah. And after you had already taken the decision, right? Um, mm -hmm. So I think it's important to, yeah, and that's the, it's important to share that as well and make that clear that, I mean, that can happen, right? It's not like you pull the trigger and you make the decision, right? And, and, and invite something new into your life that it works right away. Like persistence and endurance is a big piece of it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So sure. what happened then? I guess now we're really curious, right? So yeah, <laughs> is that... Yeah, like, <laughs> so the third so the um and then and i think this is one of the really important i don't know ingredients for um you know for any kind of transition is um to have a network or if you don't have a network then you know design it build build up a good network and one of my really old best friends she um she recommended me to um, this boutique change management consultancy mm -hmm. um, with whom I, yeah, and they took me on as a freelancer and I've worked with them ever since. And that was really the turning point because then there was, you know, there was the first project. Um, yeah. And lucky for me, they had this really big training project where they needed heaps of trainers and I thought, mm -hmm. okay, so that was my entry ticket. Um, mm. And from then on, um, it was, you know, it was going into the right direction. But also there in a new, you know, in a new company or a new network, you, or you have to establish your name. So it wasn't that all these projects were 
just you know just coming and rushing um, my way because also there people need to yeah need to learn to trust you and um yeah before they actually pass on any work yeah but there was that was the, that was the changer um really really important thing yeah and and what's here to learn as well what i'm hearing is building that network i mean that starts so early right and and just finding topics that you are interested in right and then and then getting back to those right to those people in your network and and just trying out things and some don't some work and some don't and then then also yeah just yeah try, trying again yeah and and then showing yourself and 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 delivering the work that you can do right that's that's mm -hmm. what i'm hearing yeah. too so in those and in those moments and over that time right and that sounded like the the first one one or two years right the, the very start after you left accenture so what gave you energy um i think the energy and the That's why it was really important that through my coaching certification, I already knew about the importance of, you know, of values, understanding what motivates you. Mm -hmm. I think what really gave me the energy um, was that I was able to live my values. Mm -hmm. And for me, one of my, you know, my, my main value is independence uh, mm -hmm. so that I can, you know, I can decide what kind of work. Um, am I taking on how do I do things when do I do things mm. so that was really big um, big on my list and also the family so you know having the opportunity to balance my work with um, you know my family responsibilities yeah and all of a sudden I could do that um, mm. while I was still working at Accenture that was um, sometimes hard um especially the um the after hours um extra curricular things that were expected if you wanted to um yeah to make um, make a career mm. and what really gives me energy um besides living my values is being able to do stuff outdoors mm. i really I really need a lot of like a like a hunting dog. I need a lot of, you know, going outside, running outside. Um, and for me, it's not just only you know regaining energy and recharging batteries, but it's also oftentimes a moment where I get really good ideas, where I can strategize, mm -hmm. um, and then you know go back after a run straight to my desk and write down oh yeah this is what i thought oh yeah now i can tackle this in that way so that's for me that's a big um big source of energy yeah it sounds like it like almost like a resource to know that you know you can you can like unwind in the outdoors but still get something back right and often that is <laughs> That is the common the common thread to kind of to 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 get some distance and let go of it, and then suddenly it's like it's the whole idea of resting, basically, right? It's like you you to be more productive in 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 the long term. That's what I'm hearing. Now yeah, and I think um, if you if you think in terms of resilience, um, everyone needs to know what's recharging their batteries, and for mm. some. Um, it's running or it's you know doing some exercise for others it's 
maybe doing yoga or um, reading a good book or cooking, whatever. I think it's just so important that we are, we connect to ourselves and we know what we need. Yeah. 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 And we, and, and, and if we don't know yet, right. Then that, that we try and figure it out and, and that comes through self-awareness Uh, which then also leads to knowing, well, what is important to me, right? What what do I need to thrive? And um, because value, I, I, I mean, I love the, all the value exercises, right? At the same time, it was really hard for me at times to, to kind of choose, mm -hmm. you know, because you look at that list of all the values and you're like, well, everything is kind of important, right? I mean, who doesn't, who doesn't want to be all those things, right? So, uh, which of <laughs> course you can, right? I mean, you can't be like, um, honest and polite and all those things at the same time. So, so I liked how, how you, how you describe, you know, your, your finding of, yeah, your, your in, independence, you described it or freedom, autonomy, right. To, to, to realize at one point in your career at Accenture that that gets harder and harder, right. The, the more mm -hmm. you climb the ladder and having worked with, with clients at Accenture, right. I, I thought I can totally confirm that, that at one point you mm -hmm. Make that decision right to to also and then maybe it's like, like that in all big corporations yeah um so so that's interesting and do you have for our listeners to who are inspired by by your story um do you have any advice in general and maybe a follow-up question <laughs> i'm trying to remember that as well maybe even specifically to how to find out what what your values are um Okay, so, so then let's start with the values. Um, as you already said, there are tons of um, good exercises to find out um, about your values. I think one of my um, favorite ones is the, the lifeline where you look, at, look back at the last, I don't know, maybe, I think sometimes it's, it's really worthwhile starting when you finish school school and you look at the ups and downs of your life and mm. also um you know extract what you know why you were on a low or why you were on a high and i think that gives you gives um a lot of insight mm -hmm. um i think other advice what i said before is the networking mm -hmm. it's it's really you know finding new people um you know getting in touch with people who work in you know in the fields and, and in areas that you would like to work in um you know draw from their experience and also you know not being quiet i mean we've met through this working out loud circle and this is what it, it actually is all about to yeah. you know to tell others what you are passionate about, what you want to do, um, what you have done. Because then what I always found is like, then that triggers people's like, oh, you know, I know this and that person, or maybe I can connect you with this and that, or why don't you have a look at um, this website? Mm -hmm. um, but if you're stum, stum like a fish um, <laughs> and you hold back because yeah. you feel, oh, maybe it's not the right moment, I shouldn't tell anyone just yet. Um, I think you're just missing out of out on yeah opportunities so that's and i i think that's especially important for women mm. you know the um the part of networking and let's call it self-marketing yeah mm -hmm. um 
because they yeah in my experience from the courses i um i have with um women they is like oh you know do i really um doesn't is it not too bold and yeah so um something is holding them back yeah and that's that leading to the next um advice i um i would like to give there were a lot of things that were holding me back like for example you know cold calling someone or mm. going to um networking events um and just checking what is what is holding me back and why is it holding me back mm. and, and trying to find a way that you um can you know step out of your comfort zone you don't have to step out and, and get into this panic zone where you feel <laughs> overwhelmed yeah. but um you know that that magic spot where you know learning and growing can um yeah can happen and i think the last um last advice is to you know just experiment and play as much as you can uh, and you said it before um we've both we both come from backgrounds where you is you know then at some point you had some good financial income and all of a sudden that is not there anymore and then you wonder it's like oh shall i work for that little money yeah um and yes um as long as you know as you get as you grow as you get some experience as you um as new um, opportunities open up that's always a good thing and my first leadership courses i um i gave i gave um, them with another um person i got to know through my coaching certification and i think all oh, the work we put into this leadership course and then my my first payment was like 50 euros yeah. oh, i don't know um, i don't know how many hours yeah um but that gave me the confidence for this first big assignment with change factory yeah so, so um you know sometimes we have to be yeah in germany would say kleinere brötchen backen you know you you bake these smaller <laughs> bread rolls yeah. Um, yeah the tiny successes i i read that somewhere uh, related to parenting actually but i, I like okay. it for for being an uh, like an entrepreneur as well right because and and because yeah you have to start with something and of course you don't want to underprice your experience so yeah. if you've already you know facilitated tons of leadership courses and it's you don't learn anything of course you should you know not under mm -hmm. like undersell yourself but yeah i fully agree i mean um that's that's and we exchange a lot around that right um where we're in, in, in making that decision intentionally like where do i where am I willing, right, to to just, um, yeah, make a little money, but have lots of fun and learn a lot, right? And yeah. and where am I saying, well, this is maybe not the favorite, most favorite task, but it's I have the experience, I can just, you know, um, deliver it, and I want to get paid for it um, at, at that. So so, I, I find that one of the hardest um, things of being an entrepreneur. So I think that's that's excellent advice for anyone. Um, who is thinking in that direction and often I mean it starts it starts on the job as well right so um, you don't have to make that 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 um, you know full cut you can also transition into something like this and just 
try it out um, over the and the weekends or you know um, just as a side gig. Mm -hmm. So even there, you need that to, to evaluate the the situation. No, great. So last question, Astrid, and I think you're ready for sharing so so much personal insights and 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 combining them with your general ideas, you know, around personal development. And so last question is, you know, fast forward in three years, what would you like to look back to? Oh, yeah. Yeah, since I'm now in, in the new transition, mm -hmm. um, having moved to New Zealand also means that I have to almost start from scratch, mm -hmm. um, to, you know, to build up my business here. Um, so I think looking back um, in three years time, I would like um, to have grown roots here in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. um, so not only business wise, But also, yeah, family-wise, um, our our kids are in their yeah teenage years, and it's not that you have left so many years, and you know you want to create these memories um, with your kids, and um, I think that's um, that is a, a very important part of these three years, and business-wise. Um, If I, you know, if I want to envision that, I would like to have, you know, you know, lots of good alliances, networks, not just only here, but also back in Europe. And, you know, looking back and having done really cool projects, really cool online courses, um, mm -hmm. you know, working, having worked with companies maybe some companies who are you know working for the bigger good in the world so i think that is um that would be a very fulfilling <laughs> look back yeah that sounds exciting and um yeah i can't wait to to you know follow you along that path and um yeah and maybe visit you in new zealand one day i mean that's the plan right so you know you and that's the long that's the plan yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so again. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so thank you so much for for making this time and um all the best to you and your endeavors and um yeah stay stay safe thanks and thank it was you. great talk thank you bye bye